Oh. Okay, okay. One more there time. There we go. Yep. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, guys? What up, y'all? What up, what up, what How up? How is everyone doing today? Um, I'm doing all right. Same. Not doing bad at all. It was a slow day, you know. Did you train today? No, I didn't. I was supposed to have a sparring session today. Just one session. And what happened? And then my sparring partner canceled. Um, family emergency. So. Really? No, I really was. This is, no, no, I'm not this saying is like... This is a reliable training partner. It's all right. It was reliable. I meant like, really? That's that's tough. Yeah, it's rough. It's, a, it's all good, though. Hey, look at Chris Valley. See, he goes, the bro out here killing dudes on the ice. Yes, Chris sir. Chris was in my... He was in my chat for it. We were watching some videos of me destroying people on, in hockey. Yeah, you got the Jets. The Jets? Yeah. Like speed? Yeah. 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 I do. You quick on ice? Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, you don't understand. You Ooh. really don't understand. I'm nice. I'm really good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. You know, I, uh, not a big deal. Captain of my college hockey team, whatever. Like that's well, yeah, okay, I right? Forgot, I forgot you were. Yeah. Captain. All right. No, not a big deal. But oh shit. But other than that, Captain Phil. That's what I just start calling you, Captain Phil. <laughs> they actually did. They would call me. Kids would call me Cap. <laughs> Cap. Yeah. Captain. I'm gonna call you Captain Captain Phil. I'll take it. That's a, that's a lot coming from you, honestly. Yeah? Huh. yeah, I respect it. I got you. Yo, American Jits, what up, Jits? Yo, yo, yo! Having a wonderful day, Good. Thomas. What up? Great to hear. I'm Chris, glad. what up? Um, how about we just talk about this card last night? Uh, you can get right into it. Let's do it. <laughs> well, I want to say it was <laughs> from from looking at the fights. On paper, it lo- this looked like it was going to be. It had potential to be one of the best cards, right? Yeah, but then it just started getting fucking chopped up by COVID. Well, of course that that is a huge factor. But the fights that I thought were going to be ended did not. They want a decision, like starting with uh, uh, what's his name, Chukwi Tafan Chukwi mm. against um, what the hell's his name, Mister Mister Twenty Piece Combo. Yeah, exactly. From the Dana White Contender Series, that I thought that one was going to end in knockout. That one went the whole, whole three rounds. Uh, what else? Which other one? Heavyweight Greg Hardy. Oh no, that one ended actually. Bro, <laughs> Greg Hardy had him, son. The first round, he really did. He had him, bro. But he, what what do we learn from that fight is that Greg Hardy doesn't do jujitsu at mm. all. Dude, he it looked like he just gave up too. He just he, the man got finished with his legs still closed. Yeah, like his legs still crossed in the half guard. That that was wild for me. Uh, yeah, that was fucking wild. and he looked really bad. Like he looked, he was in pain after, like trying to breathe. Did you see him? No, he I was, didn't see. When he was like sitting there, his like eyes were like, like he was. Just, oh, maybe like, he was hurt. Maybe he just got ate a big shot. You know, I don't I mean? know, but it, it looked like he was struggling to like breathe. Sheesh. But, Gee, he was doing good though in the beginning. He was throwing. Hey, talk about the chin of uh, of what's the guy he fought? What's his name? Marcin Tybora. Tybora. Mm. What a chin, bro! Because. He was eating some fucking monster shots. Hardy did look much improved. I would say that. Mm -hmm. Putting nice combinations together. And I feel like a lesser of a man would have fucking laid down. Yeah. Or would have went to sleep. Because those are some big shots to be eating from a big boy like Mm. that. Mm, Definitely. Foggy. What up, Foggy? Ian. What up? What up? What up? Whitaker. What's going on? Yo, 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 yo. How y'all doing, man? Oh, now it says we only have one viewer. So I don't know what's going on here. Uh, I think it's just lagging. It's okay. All right. Do you want to get a want to start from the beginning then for this one? Actually, I want to know what everyone's opinions on this card in the chat. What does everyone think of how this card went? Because I would say it was. I thought it was good. It was all right. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, my favorite fight was uh, Jose Aldo and mm. uh, 
and che- che- Cheeto. Yeah. Jose Aldo looked good. He really did. He and looked those, really those good. Body shots that he was delivering, dude. That, like if if he landed any more of the any more of those perfect ones that he hit, like two in a row, I yeah. think there's no no chance anyone could withstand that. Yeah, he. I'm pretty sure Cheeto had a, a good poker face, but I'm sure that a few of those shots hurt him. You know, them body shots because them body shots were precise mm-hmm. and accurate. And Jose looked exactly like Jose of old, so I was I was happy to see that and. I actually didn't have him picked in that fight, but yeah. the way he looked, I was like, "Wow, he looks." It's he looked damn good. He, he looked yeah. like old Aldo. Exactly, he really. That's what did. I like to see, and it's honestly good. It's happy seeing him get these wins now. Yeah, late in his career, for sure, for sure, man. I'm, I'm definitely. It definitely puts a smile on my face. Mm, definitely. Also, I want to talk about what the hell was that thing he had on his chest? It was like a. It, I it, was it was a sticker. sticker. I thought it was a sticker. It looks so clean at first when we saw it. I was like, "Wow, was that like, tattoo got, looks yeah. clean." It looked like he got bro. it like. Literally like an hour before or some shit. Like they just wiped it off or something. I was, I was like, like, damn, bro. Yo, that tattoo is fire, bro. I'm like, he peeled it off. It was a sticker. No, it was, I think it was like a painted on something because it washed off. You could still see the blue in his interview. Yeah. It was like washed off. Yeah. So here's the thing, though, with, with something like that. You think that was like a sponsorship thing that he made money for? I have I, I have no clue. Like I couldn't even see it. It looked like an anchor. That's all I saw. And it was yeah. blue. Like I, don't, I have no clue what it was. So, Yo. I wonder if he got paid for that. He had to. There has to be a reason behind that. And yeah, he, he put that on. Paid. Yeah, obviously. But is there a, is there a fine now? Like, what happens? I guess if they find out why it was there and what it was, like, do they check your body before? Oh, absolutely. They are on top of that. Really? Shit. They check your underwear, everything. Oh, so oh, then shit. it was like hand painted, like a face paint on his body. You gotta talk to into your mic. He so it was hand painted, like a face paint. Yeah. On his body. Mm-hmm. To look like a tattoo. Yeah. So that he could promote something. Yeah, exactly. Smart. American said it was a spray MMA on point tattoo. And yes, we paid Aldo Caveman Coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Man, it was sprayed on something, but hey, it 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 looked damn good. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was real, honestly. I was very confused as to what it was. All right, you want to start from the beginning? Let's, let's do it. Hopping all over the place, but let's start from the first fight of the it night. It was actually a military bat- patch. It was a military That's patch? That's what I thought. Yes. Of That's what? what I thought it was. Um, what was what was the reason behind wearing it's it? It's the Brazilian Navy logo. Uh, he trained boxing there before this fight. Oh. So maybe out of support or for strength. That's what I thought it was. I saw an anchor thing, so I was like, I thought it was something with military or navy or whatever. But so, that, so now what? Can you you can't promote other things though in the octagon, no matter what it is. I don't think, unless because they, they even they say when your flag, only thing you're allowed to promote is your flag in your country. Hmm. Literally. Well, I guess else. this was for his country, and it's a navy. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I don't know how to how to feel about that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess it's all day Aldo, so he he'll probably get away with it, but. You know, that that makes me feel away. Yeah, it's kind of strange, but why? Because you you can't make money promoting. Things? You can't make promote money promoting things, but you know, I don't know. It just makes me feel weird. Like they go really hard about that shit. You should get a pro and the bro tattoo. He actually said you he first. Did. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you should get the pro and you. Get yeah, the exactly. Pro. Yeah, you get the pro. I'll get the bro. All right, deal. Um, yeah, I get on your butt cheek though. That's where I was gonna get it. I was gonna say. Right, <laughs> oh my god! Great right. minds. So he said that he didn't ask uh, permission to wear it, and he didn't think it would be an issue because it was a military patch. Mm-hmm. Was there an issue? He didn't think it would be because it's a military patch. It's not. He's not promoting it. Uh, he didn't ask for permission, regardless. Oh, interesting. Yo, Randub, I appreciate you, bro. 
Thank you for the resub, my man, tier one. You know, three months in a row? Ooh, so that big blue belt. So that means the prep guy let and it go boy. and the ref? The ref has nothing to do with it. The ref doesn't care. So the prep guy. <laughs> Randy, fuck, fuck your Navy Brown. Yo, it's not even like that, bro. I'm just saying, like, I just feel like the you guys don't understand how hard they go about this. Like, they go really hard. Like, they check you multiple times. So... Then do you think he like said it was a new tattoo or something? Like how did he bypass the? I don't know how he got. It probably just said it was a tattoo. That's so weird. Yeah, cause they check you like up and down. That's really so that, weird. That must have really meant something to him that he was going through all those. You know what I'm saying? Pose. Oops. To, just to, to, to continue keep, to wear he it anyway. Said, oh yeah, it's a tattoo. When they checked him. Yeah. But even people like people were like, he didn't have this on at the weigh-ins. Oh. Yeah. True. Uh, either way oh, That's very strange It is what it is oh. Anyway Let's get to the fights Alright We opened up the night With Carlton Minus Versus Christos Giagos This one Carlton Minus Was uh, just getting worked On the ground Looked like he really Did not have a clue As to what ha- What to do While he was on the ground On the feet He it's looked pretty quick too huh Right naked choke right No no It went the uh, It went the full Wait was it I think it was. I, uh, I think it went the full. I didn't see that fight. Oh, okay. Well, it was the first. I mean, it was first Friday night, but this guy Christy Gigago, Giagos, though took this fight on short notice, and I mean, he still just just dominated Carlton Minus. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is Carlton Minus now second straight loss in the UFC. His debut was a loss, and now second in a row. So um, I don't know, but it just, he just did not look good on the ground at all. Like, really, like is this a guy from Contender Series? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think he just got pulled into the UFC. He fights out of Anchorage, Alaska, Alaska too. He's from Alaska. So, but I feel like uh, Cody Dank. Appreciate you, Dank. Yo, 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 what up? Hey, everybody, give my boy Cody a follow, man. Dope ass streamer. He, hey, congratulations! I was Yesterday, say he just he just uh, won his tournament in the blue belt division. Um, no gi, you know what I mean. An applause. So let's get it. Uh, do I have the applause? I don't have the applause, but what I do have is this for my man. Yay. Hey. So, Cody Dank. Shout out to Dank, man. Appreciate you, my man. Shout out to you and your jiu-jitsu victory. Congrats. congrats. Big congrats. Um, but, yeah, Ian said, minus look like dog shit, bro. I hate to put it that way, but holy shit. And to think they were about to feed him Rick Glenn. Yeah. He really did not look good at all. And, like I said, this guy was – this guy he fought – Took this fight on short notice and still just, you know, dominated him all over the place. Really was not looking good for him anymore or uh, looking good for him. And um, I don't know. I really don't know what's next for him. Carlton Minus, that is. I couldn't tell you. Damn. That was mad dismissive. It just like, I mean, it was <laughs> true. That's fucked up. It's Everybody true. just shitting on my man. Dude, it's true. He really looked like bad. Like he did yeah. not look good. Yeah, I didn't see it, so yeah. I couldn't even speak. Yeah, if you saw it, you'd be like, it just looked like he did not belong out there. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Sheesh. But whatever. What we got next? Next up. Next up, we had Jimmy Flick versus Cody Durden in the flyweight division. Now, Mm. this one. Yes. This was a fight that uh, Cody Durden was, honestly, I would say he was winning. He was winning this fight. Yeah. And then, uh, out of nowhere, Jimmy Flick, though, that flying triangle submission. Head kick. He threw the head kick, switch kick, left side, right? Dude ate the head kick, caught it, and he just jumped right into the triangle. Mm. He says that he does that all the time. He says that like, yo, I'll just I'll jump triangle. I don't care if I fall. I don't care if I fuck up. Like, I'm I'm here to take big risks. Like, I'll do that kind of shit. Well, look at it. Look what happened. It worked out. It paid for off. It yeah. paid off. Yeah, it I it looked great. Mm. It was it, beautiful. It really was. 
it was beautiful, man. I, I really enjoyed watching that. And now Jimmy <laughs> Flick adds uh, another win by submission. He's now He's, sixteen and five with but thirteen submissions. Fourteen now. Fourteen submissions. <laughs> fourteen submission wins. Oh my lord, that's crazy, is it not? That is so crazy. How do you fight a guy like that? You find a guy like that, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna just. I'm just keep it on, keep it standing, and you I'm not going to go yeah. to the ground at all. Cause, but think about it. that's what this guy did essentially. The guy that he was fighting, he was, right? yeah. And then he got head kicked, and the dude flick jumped into a uh, fucking triangle, yeah. and brought him into the ground. So damn, it's, it's no escape. It really isn't. It really isn't at all. But I mean, honestly, it, that was impressive. That was very impressive by Jimmy Flick. I will say that. There's no doubt about that for sure. Two K, what up, Two K? How you doing, bro? Yo, yo, yo. Maid said. Durden has zero fight IQ, and he was dominating the stand-up. Yeah. Oh, and Cody said, yeah, he's one of those Alaskan FC guys. The only They only fight cans out there, and I'm from Alaska. Oh, mm. shit, you're from Alaska? Mm. Cody, Cody Dang. Oh, really? I don't know you're from Alaska. I have a, uh, a former co-worker. He lives I know how I feel Alaska. about Alaska. And the, like, Who else is from Alaska? Or is it Nebraska? What are you talking about? No. Fighter-wise? <laughs> yeah. that, that Nebraska, that was... um. That's uh, what's his name? Ale- Marty Anthony Smith. No, no, no. There's someone from from Nebraska. Where is where is that other dude from who does jujitsu? He's like really good grappler. He does the twisters and shit. Oh, he, Arkansas. Balls, yeah, R O Arkansas. That's way south. I keep getting them mixed up. Alaska, Arkansas. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Alaska's literally right next. Alaska's close close to Russia. Russia. Yeah. Like that's how is it? Yeah, it's 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 a and it's Canada, connected though. with Canada. Yeah. yeah. You have to drive uh, through Canada to get to Alaska. Ah, uh, if you're in New York. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's up there. It's up. Don't there. mind me. <laughs> I know <laughs> what you're gonna carry say. On. <laughs> carry on. Carry <laughs> on. Nah, Alaska's cool. I would, I would definitely visit to Alaska, but probably in the summertime. But um, I've heard great things. I had a <laughs> nah, Yeah, Alaska's cool. Just, uh, they, they live damn, that life. Brown with the Mac Molly education. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, man. It's okay. Yeah. I'm not from here, bro. Give me, a, give me a break. But uh, I th- <laughs> <laughs> okay. only been living here the past. Uh, so I didn't yeah. go to school here. to twelve years. Or I don't so. know your damn fucking geography. Geography. There's actually mad things I'll be talking about in history and stuff to Randy. For, like, like, like science. Yeah. And he's just like he's just looking at me and I'm just like, did you not learn this? He's like, I didn't go to high school here. I was like, oh my bad. I didn't learn it. But it's not important. I mean. It's not that important. No, that's, you don't need that. I really didn't learn it. I like legitimately just never learned it. But Jamaica's very good in school, so I don't know why you. The didn't. fuck! I'm not learning geogra- <laughs> American geography in Jamaica. No, I know Jamaican geography. There's, there's certain things, but I think you just didn't care about school. That's what it was more. That's than also. That's also. Because like there's certain like I'll be like you know like Darwinism and da 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 and you're just like. The fuck that. is Darwinism? Oh, you really feel that way? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, exactly. But no, I know what Darwinism. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> or I'll be like Isaac Newton, you know. Who the fuck's Isaac Newton? I've heard that name before. Exactly. So See, at least you know. You know yeah. somewhat. Yeah, you know a little bit. He's Sorry, he's man. created something or some shit, right? He's yeah. a scientist, something like that. Oh, there you go. There you go. You know yourself. Hey. Um, the Jamaica school system failed you. <laughs> or you failed it, actually. No, I just, why do I need to learn about America? No, that's the that, that's that's problem, I think. Americans, you guys feel like every, like the standard of the world is America. No, nah, there's other things that's happening in other not, parts of the world. You what know? I'm talking about is not American. I don't it's even know. It's like the basis of science and geography and, and like history. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, geography? The, the, yeah, the, like the center, what do they call The cornerstones. 
of science is what I talk about. I really okay. like science. Give me that, a cornerstone of science. What? Like what? Oh my god. You want me to go in? <laughs> yeah, I'll be waiting here. You're, you're saying all this stuff like you know. Like I know. <laughs> listen. Listen. Never mind. Uh, see. I wear a tinfoil hat for a reason. It's all science. Okay. Boy. Boy, no. <laughs> all right, but where we at? Um Well Jimmy Flick, once again, great performance by him. In a fight he was getting beat up, he just jumped up and you know got that submission win, which was actually very sick, but Alright. After that, a fight that I thought was going to be ended in the first round, honestly. Tafoon Chukwi against Jamie Pickett. What do you have to say about this one? We were talking about it last night mm-hmm. and about uh, Chukwi. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I want you. To, I want to hear what you say actually, because you we were just never mind. I'll let you talk. Which fight was this? Chukwi and Pickett, guy four zero, all KOs from Cameroon, middleweights. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I, it went the decision, right? I didn't see it. <laughs> How are you talking about it? Oh, I don't think we God. were talking about it. I thought we were talking about it last night. Were we? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we were. Like leading up to it, or like how did it play out? No, like how it played out. I think it went decision, right? It did. So maybe I did see it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. Oh man, this is the well, African. Oh, this is the, the African dude. Yeah. Oh, versus the other guy, the Dana, Dana White contender. Series. Yeah, with the twenty, 20 piece combo. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I. It was just I thought it was super low level, man. It that's what it looked like. Yeah. I mean and we kind of saw, I feel like we saw Chukwi like I don't know, it was weird. He was throwing like head kicks after like every combination he threw. But like, here's the thing with, with, with a guy like that, you have to remember he has massive potential. Mm. Potential to the rule, but you still have to understand he's only four and oh. You know what I mean? He's only four and oh still. So he he's still develop he's developing, he's still working. Um, and remember, when he got first signed to the UFC, he was signed under a developmental contract. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. He didn't get signed directly in. Um, then he got brought back to the Contender Series, and you know, got a, a vicious KO, um, kick. and you know, and now he's in. So it's tough for guys like that. We spoke about it, you know, on the last show. Is the reason it's tough for guys like that is because you know what? They're stuck in this in this weird place where. This is the standard now. There's like they're all you're only around sharks. Mm. Before you were swimming, you know, you're so maybe thirty feet. Now it's fucking a hundred feet. You know what I mean? And you just gotta learn learn fast, you know, sink or swim, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So um he's gonna I think he's gonna have a tough time. You I don't, think Chukwi's gonna have a tough time. Yeah, same it's the same thing with um he's good, he has massive potential. Needs to get back to it though, he needs to get right to it. It's the same thing with uh what's the kid? With the jiu jitsu. Uh, which one? The, the, the young called? kid. He just oh, Chase reason. Hooper. Chase Hooper. I think it's the same thing. Yeah, you I, know, with the same thing like him. He's super young, thrown into the UFC early on in your career. Mm. It's definitely sink or swim. Yeah, it happens to a lot of guys. We, and that's actually the same comparison we talked about last night with Chase Hooper. But when you think of also the middleweight division and how stacked Deep it is, that and now and now, is, just now look at that a guy like that exactly. Compared to the rest of the division, he yeah. has a lot of work to do. Yeah, then just looking at that alone makes you see like, damn, yeah, he's he's got to work on some things. But, but he also, has mad potential. Oh, and and, me, and he's got huge KO power. Absolutely, dude. He look, he just looks so strong. Like he, yeah. he's so strong too. Jamie Pickett was trying to get takedowns and he just tossing them off. Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't. 
But, I mean, Jamie Pickett also looked like he had the clear speed advantage. Mm-hmm. Like, he looked so much faster than Chukwe. The thing is, and he throws more in mm, bunches. Exactly, he does. He'll but th- he string together combinations, whereas uh, Chukwe would throw big power. Yeah, but even though Pickett had that speed advantage, he did not use it he, at all. Chukwe was just, like, kept walking him down just right in front of him. And just, like, Pickett was just, like, kind of on the defense, like, running. Not running away, but, you know, like... Just trying to get out of there. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to catch a bomb. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame him, but it's tough. It's tough for him, but congrats to uh, Tafone Chukwi. Getting it done. Yeah. Yes, sir. Didn't he? He landed a big head kick, I think. I almost actually finished Pickett mm. at the end of the third round, I'm pretty sure. It says, oh, they thank you, Chris, for banning the bot. Thank you to our loyal fans and not a producer staring at our phone. All right, what do we got next? Um, up next, we had Jillian Robertson versus Tyla Santos. Hey, Santos impressed the shit out of me with her punches, man. Yeah, she looks really she looks good. She looks sharp. On, even on the ground. She looks sharp. Yeah, yeah, even on the ground. She controlled the fight all the way around. Yeah, the entire she, thing. And the thing is, the narrative was that she didn't really want to engage in the grappling with... Uh, Jillian Robertson. With, with Robertson, you know, but uh, she proved that wrong, man. She mm-hmm. pretty much, she outgrappled her. And she outstruck her, mm-hmm. and I think she completely outclassed her. She looked great. She really did, honestly, yeah. like all over the board. Yeah, good. And now she brings her record to what is it? It's like seventeen and one, I think. Their only loss being in the UFC. Uh, with a record like that, you know that's that's very impressive, especially how she fought last night against Jillian Robertson, who's a nine fight veteran in the UFC. Yeah. So she's been around too, but she was able to just dominate that fight last night. So I'm not, honestly, I'm, I'm excited to see more of her, out of her. Yeah, me too. Definitely. Um, yo, what's up, Evox? How you doing, bro? Evox, what up? What oh, up? Cody what up? said, I'm from Fairbanks, Alaska, but Alaskan promotions make nothing but squash matches. 10 and 0 versus 1 and 20 and shit. Every fight, especially Alaska FC, they're so shady. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine being 10 and 0 fighting a guy with one win and 20 losses? I've seen it. Really? I've seen it. Bro, that's. And, and the person with one win thinks they like. They like the shit. That is oh. that's why that's why some organizations always have more merit over like you notice a guy you'll see you always take a guy from an organization like Ring of Combat CFFC mm-hmm. known for just putting on fucking ruthless matchmaking bro like terrible not terrible like good matchmaking oh. but like the best is gonna like, fight the fucking yeah the, best. like wars yeah yeah the best is gonna fight the best and it's kind of like one of those things where if you win the belt no matter at what point you win the belt you're gonna be fighting wolves mm. you like. You're going to be fighting killers. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not going to be, they're not going to like, you know, hold your hand through it. Mm-hmm. Like I won the belt. I was 2-0 and in ring combat. Really? And I fought a motherfucker that had like mad Bellator experience and shit. Mm. And in my mind, I'm like, bro, he's fighting Bellator. He's like, he has like 14 fights or some shit like that. Uh-huh. And I only got two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like mad nervous. Like, Oh yeah, I could imagine. So they, 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 some, some promotions are just known for just getting down like that hmm. you know whereas some some other promotions just hold your hand a little bit more mm, that's interesting actually yeah so you notice a guy will like the UFC will take a guy with uh, uh uh someone that has a couple losses see someone that's like five and four mm-hmm. in a organized in a in a credible organization then go to some place like alaska and get a guy who's 11 and 0 yeah. they'd rather take the guy who's who's five and four uh. from uh, for that note that that you know has fought like tough guys huh 
you know that's very interesting actually that's weird then how i mean obviously all promotions all work on their own do whatever their own things but i feel like it'd be better if i don't know what would you think is better then if you got to fight killers and get real life experience hell yeah you got to get real life experience yeah you know, because because you it, you get a false sense of security. True. And then you get this get fake confidence, record, and then you yeah. fucking go fight someone who can really fight, and, and then then you get you get your ass beat. You know, and you get really hurt. Huh. Yeah, might as well be thrown into the mix then. Get it all. You That's know. why, as an amateur, I never understood. Even as an amateur, sometimes you'd see a guy who like kind of they're picking fights as an amateur. As an amateur, just fight everybody. Mm. Doesn't matter. Just mm. fight. Get the experience. Definitely. You know what I mean? I don't fight. Don't be like Ian and fight fucking. Three times in like a span of two weeks, that kind of crazy shit. That's that's what but, you're doing, Ian. Yeah, Ian is wild. That, that's actually crazy, then. Not that kind of shit, but you know, properly prepare, treat it like a professional bout, take oh. the time, and put the work in. Yeah, Ian said I'm going to Alaska to pad my record. Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man! All right. Next up. Next, we had Duran Win versus Antonio Arroyo. Uh, Duran Wynn He was able to show us How good his wrestling was In this fight honestly like, We knew how good his wrestling was Yeah we was. knew it But like he just Completely destroyed Antonio in the Wrestling department I still think he needs to go down To weight class man Yeah And it's funny Because he's friends With uh, DC DC You can hear the commentary mm-hmm. He's like you know It's his boy So he's like He's he's looking out for his boy There's nothing wrong with that But at the same time if that wasn't the case, they'd be a little more harsher with their words, mm. you know, because we know what's up. That dude is too small, bro. Yeah, he's, he is too damn he's five, small. Five six. Yes, he has a massive chin on him though. But yeah. bro, he needs to go down. He needs to go down. And he needs to get some of that fat off. Mm. Get a higher nutritionist and get the fuck down because that that division is is still gonna be tough, man. For just based off of his height, just remember the guys five, that six. the featherweights and him were the same height. Bro. Yeah. Get down to fucking welterweight at least. Mm. 55. I think he belongs at 55, but start with welterweight. Definitely start with welterweight, yeah. Immerse yourself in there first, but I mean, they fought at 195 in this fight, too. Yeah. Like, that's 10 pounds over the middleweight. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the limit. So. I wonder why. I wonder why. He has, he has, he's a phenomenal wrestler, though. Like, top, top level. And I've, I've heard about him before from other teammates of mine that were on the wrestling circuit that knew him. You know, so I've met him a few times, but um, and I I know he's high high level when it comes to wrestling, but it's more than wrestling in there, man. And he he's taking too much damage. I think personally, yeah. I think that he should go down. Yeah, like you said, he has a chin on him. He was taking some heavy shots. Yeah. by Antonio, but still, he was able to push through. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's tough to say because I feel like if he moved down, do you think that it would like affect him in any way? I don't know because if you do it not if you do it the right way. I mean, he's fighting there for a reason. Yeah, that's a, yeah, it's probably tough to get down. I'm sure it's not easy, but mm. I know it's doable. Kenny Florian fought at 185, and Kenny Florian also fought at what, like fucking 45. Yeah, 145. You know, insane. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I think it's more about his height. You know, Ian said he's not going to survive that weight class. He doesn't think made. I don't think so. He definitely needs to go down. Made 2K says. Uh, says isn't wrestling the best combat sport for mental toughness yes that is what they say is really? and then he said you hear kevin holland move into aka for a bit to work his wrestling with uh with deron and dc really yeah that's pretty good that's not a bad move at all yeah that's a smart move yeah that's really smart honestly especially for a long lanky guy like that mm. i would definitely. say that's his probably his least worked on part of his game yeah 
we know he's got a black belt. Yeah. We know he's great on the feet. So that's really smart. Being able to wrestle and being able to dictate where the fight takes place. Yeah. Pretty much determines how the Dude, fight takes place. Imagine if he like is gets sick of wrestling, he's able to stuff takedowns like it's nothing. He's gonna be unstoppable. I wouldn't say unstoppable, but yeah, he'd okay, be a problem. He's gonna be real good. Then. <laughs> he'd be a problem. <laughs> Anyone is stoppable, true, in the uh, MMA world. Um, but yeah, back to Duran Wynn. Although he did take some heavy shots in this fight, he was still able to go out there and just get it done. And he's back on the win call now. I think he was on a two fight losing streak or something. Yeah, two tough guys. You know, to his credit, he had two. Those are two tough fights, especially in his debut, making his debut. It was Darren Stewart, right? He went Darren Stewart and, and, and Gerard Mearshart. Yeah, exactly. You know, those are not the easy fights by any means, you know, but. But he's back in the win column. He's back so, in the yeah. win column, so shout out to him. Exactly. Congrats to him. Uh, American said Chemayev versus Hollins after Chemayev win over Leon. Wow. Hmm. He's starting to sound like the UFC already uh, saying Hamzat's going to win before. Even I don't fights. know. If we, that's a tough fight. That's a tough fight for Hazmat to get. He that's that's going to tell us a lot about him. And we've said it multiple times. We sound like a broken record about saying every time. Oh, this is his true test. This is no, true but, test. It, but it is though. This is this is one hundred percent true test. Yeah, there's no so. doubt about that. This is his for real true test because Gerald Murchard. I mean, as good as he has on the ground, we saw what happened. That was that. That was like that's like that fight should not even happen. Basically, yeah, like <laughs> because of what happened there. But. I mean, but. That's because we have to we have to speak to the the fight IQ of Shemev. You know, Shemev is like, well, I know his stand up is ass. I know I have good stand up. I'm not even gonna my typical typically my style is to grapple. I'm not even gonna grapple this dude. Not even I'm just gonna step to him and I'm gonna fight him. And I'm mm-hmm. you know and our camera went out. Camera's out. Well, the camera will be right back, guys. Um, I think that was ideal. I think that was the smartest thing he could have done. Yeah. You know, why would I grapple with a grappler? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially a guy who's known for his jiu-jitsu. And I know his stand-up is ass. And it's like, all right, I'm going to just keep it on the feet. And he just walked him down straight and he walked to the him back. And you <laughs> see how scared Gerard was, man. Oh, my Lord. He fought him so scared. And then uh, that was that. Just took it on the chin and was out. Oh, and here we go. Whitaker, Hamzat Shmish, everyone. There we go. Let's, Let's get it one. out now. Let's get it out now, yeah, so we can continue. Uh, camera's coming right back right now. Do not worry, everyone. We will be back, and we're back. There it is. Are we back? Yeah, we're back. Okay. Next, we had Sajara Eubanks against Penny Kianzad. This was a this was a pretty back and forth fight. Yeah. It was a it was honestly a fun fight. It was a good fight between both of these both of these ladies. Eubanks but, looks really strong in there. Yeah, she does. She looks she looks very strong. Good takedowns, mm. you know. Um, I just feel like uh, the other girl was just able to, you know, s- just stay ahead of her. Just exactly. A, a, just a, a step ahead the entire yeah. time. Land more shots. I mean, was was good on the ground, too. I mean, trying to work in submissions. But, yeah, this was still a fun fight between both of these ladies. But yeah. not much else to say, I feel like, about this one, honestly. No. Made 2 said Eubanks got robbed. No. Yeah. You think? It was I mean, close. Yeah, it was honestly very close. It was close. People don't talk about Brunson wrestling enough. Is what May K May Two K said also. Yeah, Brunson's wrestling is no joke. Brunson's a strong motherfucker in yeah. general. <laughs> yeah, he looks it. All right, next up, what we got? Next up, we have Anthony Pettis against Alex Morono. Um. 
This one, I guess you could say, was... Uh, I thought Pettis was honestly going to be able to go out there and put on a show, but he, in the first round, well, he slipped, yeah, right? He slipped. In the beginning of the fight, he slipped, and Morono got on top of him and was just like kind of working him a little bit. But after that... It was competitive. Yeah, it was competitive. It's but competitive. I'm, I thought, I'm glad. I'm just glad to see him go back down to 155. He did he say he was going back down? Yeah, that's the move. Yeah, that's the move for him. Mm, definitely at 170. I I don't I don't like it either. I, I I don't like it at 170. Yeah, I mean, and this fight, I feel like I don't think it should have been as competitive as it. Not, that, not yeah. let's not take anything away from Alex Morono. No, no, of course not. Alex Morono is a dog. But if we're being one completely candid here. He he should have dominated this fight. Yeah, this is a fight was like a basically like a here you go a gimme fight. I think so. Yeah, and I think I, he should have got it done. And I agree with you, and that's why it's kind of sad seeing Anthony Pettis. You know, I mean, it's not sad, but like it's it's tough seeing him not be able to perform like we used to, especially against a guy that's a step down in competition for him. Yeah, like, but hey, he he pulled out the Showtime kick at the end. He did spin and, hook kick, and, yeah. and he almost he. 30 more seconds and he probably would have finished that fight. Definitely. So we know he's still dangerous. We know he's still fucking Anthony Pettis, but. But he's not the same. I don't think he's Anthony the same Pettis. guy. Definitely you know? not. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I really wouldn't say he is at all, but it, it even didn't even, it looked like it really wasn't his uh, best performance, but whatever. He still got the job done. Like we said. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the fight. I, I yeah. And once he looked good on the ground, he was able to. When he had his back taken, he was able to reverse. He he never he there was never a point in the fight where I felt like oh shit, you know he he could lose here yeah. or get finished. You know yeah. maybe in the in the beginning when he slipped, but beyond that he, I think he did what he had to do and just he still stayed a step ahead of Morono throughout mm-hmm. it all. He did, and he's ranked at a uh, welterweight, number twelve. Yeah, so he, when he moves down to lightweight, he's also ranked at lightweight. I what think. is he at? Not yeah. sure. Let me see if I can pull it up. I was gonna say, what would he, what is next for him then at lightweight? You see, the Pereira is calling him out. Oh right, <laughs> two weeks. Michelle Pereira, yeah, it's like two weeks, three weeks. You go fight. Yeah, so I don't know. I I don't think that fight happens. No, I doubt it does. I think either. he goes back to fifty five. Yeah, and, yeah, I agree. and does what he needs to do at fifty five. Like we said, I think it's better for him at fifty five. I don't think. I mean, he just only recently moved up to welterweight, did he not? Lee four months in a row, my guy. What up, Lee There we go. Appreciate you, bro. Oh, that's four months. Was so that big blue belt? Oh, six months is purple belt, right? Yeah, almost there, my man. I don't know. It doesn't say Pettis is ranked in the lightweight division. Oh, he isn't. No, it doesn't say. Wow. Biscuit says that Pettis. Wants Speaking a to your mic. Biscuit says that Pettis wants a rematch with Tony Ferguson. Ah, playing it smart, calling out Tony Ferguson now. I would, I would do that. Yeah, because they had a good fight. They did have a good but fight. But didn't Pettis win just now? He yeah, did. Pettis just won. But yeah. still, Tony Ferguson. That's always a good call out. I mean, no, I feel like Tony, Tony Ferguson, Ferguson is like he's still he's still Tony Ferguson. Yeah. What are you confused? What are you confused? All right, she's confused. What are, What are you confused? No, I'm not about? confused. Tony Ferguson just lost. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you saying because he lost, he can't fight someone that just won? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, would they do that? I guess because it's Tony Ferguson, they would. Yeah, it's a rematch yeah, fight, too. it's a too. rematch fight. That's a, and that was the first fight between them was the bloody, one of the bloodiest shit ever. There's blood everywhere. And you see that, ever see that crazy picture of Anthony Pettis in that fight? 
his tongue out. Yeah, he's, he's like, like looking up this guy like with his tongue out. Yeah, yeah. yeah do it, do it. Go ahead. Photoshop that. Yeah, exactly. So I said it's innate. Yeah, seriously, you probably would. <laughs> oh, we got a question bro. from Jupa. Jupa, what up, Jupa? How often do you run for? How long and how many miles on average? Uh, I usually only run twice a week, but I do other things to supplement my cardio but as far as running only twice a week and i don't run very long i run maybe all i need is about three to four miles nice that's all you need dudes be out here running 10 miles and shit i mean yeah it's crazy yeah I they mean, said that about uh cheeto no he runs like 10 miles yeah they were saying that or 15 miles it's, it's like yeah. one workout i don't know if they're being that's crazy. extra or that's a little that's overkill a, yeah, that's I think. doesn't gregor run a lot not anymore. He used to run a lot. Uh, I mean, you know, your knees are like over time are going to wear down knees, from running. Your back, yeah, it's, like that, you're yeah. going to get like hurt if you continue to run like that a lot. Yeah. So there's other things that I do to supplement, you know, Ride cardio the bike and shit. I do a lot of bike, aerodyne, mm. you know, and no other way. The best way to get in shape beyond all the strength and conditioning shit and science shit that we want to do. Obviously, those things are great. But to get good at something that you're doing, you got to do that thing. Mm. Don't get to not to not get tired at doing that thing. You got it. Yeah. Do that thing more. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so spar. Yeah. True. Yeah. Spar hard mm. and often. Ian said literally fuck running, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you're like you're huge, bro. Uh, and Whitaker said Russians run shit tons. Actually, that's true. I feel like I've seen videos of like oh, what's his name and his crew. Habib. Yeah. And his crew running up like hills and like they're chucking. You gotta like run. I mean, I'm not shit. saying you don't run. You have to run. But like, how about there, like there's 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 a there's a point where it's like, yo, all right, I run twice a week. That's it. Yeah, I was gonna say, how about like three to four miles? That's all you need. Five to eight miles a week. That's good. That's it. How about like even a mile a day? Well, no, that, then you're running every day. You don't need to run. Okay, how about <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 now you turning into something different, bro. <laughs> uh. Uh, oh, the American said Fader, Khabib, etc. They're monsters. Yes, sir. Those Russians are scary people. That is no joke. What oh, fire were we at, though? Oh, right. We up. finished up Anthony Pettis and Alex Moreno. Okay, now next up, we had to start an, to open up the main card. We had Marcin Tybora and Greg Hardy. We already spoke about this a little bit, but we can go into it again. Um, I enjoyed that fight. Man. Yeah, it was a good fight. And Greg Hardy was looking damn good. Dude, he bro. was looking very good in the first round. Whoa, like, could have finished that. Yeah. Athletic. Tybura has a motherfucking chin on him. Mm, because even though he was hurt. He got hurt. Combos. Bro. But you know what? Shout out to Tybura to weather in the storm, doing what he had to do. Also, shout out to... Uh, what's his name? Hardy. Mm-hmm. Because he he looked pretty good. You know, He looked much improved. Um, but what we now know is that he doesn't have a ground game mm, at all, like at all, like literally at all, at all. Yeah. So now we, I think he needs to go back to the drawing board and say, all right, well now everybody knows, and this is what I need to just yeah. hone in on and lock in on. I feel like what fighters need to do when you're a fighter, right? Uh, Green Ninja, what up, Green Ninja? I'm not gonna do any push-ups right now, bro. Come on, <laughs> come on. But uh, I think that when you're when you're a fighter and you know that you have a hole, I feel like other things are working for you. You're doing good, but you still have a hole. Because people don't know about that hole yet, I'm sure you know. Mm. People act like, like like you know. Don't listen to the fans that hype you because they don't know you. They don't know what happens back. They don't know what happens in the gym and shit like that. So 
Don't let that get to you. You know, your teammates know, take your ass to the gym, work on that thing, mm-hmm. right? Don't just continue to do it because it's easy to do what you like and what you're good at. Just sparring or some shit. Yeah, you're yeah. good at fucking striking. So it's like, yeah. yeah, I like to strike. And that's why you're good at it because you do it a lot, right? The things that you're not good at where, you know, jiu-jitsu and the grappling because guess what? You probably don't do it too much, so you're not going to get good at it. So it's hard for you to, you know, try to do that thing because, hey, if it's, if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm knocking people out. I'm winning. Exactly. In the first round. In the first, yeah. Why the fuck do I need to learn how to grapple? Nah, mm-hmm. bro. Eventually, it'll sneak up on you and it'll catch up. So you probably should get probably should work on it. And I, I'm Definitely. sure he knows because in the gym, he's getting put on his ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's getting grappled. Yeah. You know? I'm sure of it. So continue to build on that and work on it. Get better. Yep. And, I mean, it did finally come to bite him in the ass because look exactly what happened last night. Dude, Marcin Tybora was not – he didn't get finished in the first round and – I'm. I don't know. Did you say it? I felt like you might have said something, or someone said something, or I read online or something. It was like if it if this goes after the first round, I don't think Hart is winning it because Why? one, we saw how tired he was mm-hmm. after after that first round and after. But the he fight looked ended. good though. I feel like he looked he good up until he was on the ground. But he did. He did. He did look very good. But once that takedown happened, that's I think when he started to get tired exactly. More. That's when he. I first of all, I think he was already tired. We've seen the the what's it called the inhaler gate. That, but that doesn't mean yo. That doesn't that, mean anything, bro. That I, doesn't mean anything. I have asthma. Did but, you know that I have asthma? Yeah, I did. I I have an inhaler. Everything. But uh, you're not. You're just not allowed to do it in 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 between in the fight or before the fight, right? But bro, yeah, which he did, right? <laughs> but so that was a, that was a whole thing that unraveled. But prior to that, like, I mean, after that, he looked good in other fights. After that, mm-hmm. cardio is not an issue. So that's why I say, I say hey. You're allowed to get tired once or twice in your career. That is it. After that, you there is no excuse to be known as the guy that gets tired. That's unprofessional. Mm-hmm. And I don't and that's what that's why I, I was impressed by him because I felt like, well, he's no longer that guy. He's making he made changes. Right? You he didn't look he didn't he's not known as the guy to just get tired. I don't think he got tired once. We've seen him tired in the past. But We've also seen him do very good. We've seen him go three rounds and look good, mm-hmm. you know. So and not look not tired at the end. True. So it's just it's just what when he a uh, Whitaker asked, "Can you eat food during rounds?" <laughs> Shut up! Don't answer Whitaker, bro. Continue. Okay, what were you saying? Don't don't answer Whitaker. Oh, bro. God, I Whitaker. forgot now. No. <laughs> um, Can you imagine though? <laughs> right. <laughs> Who would want to? Who would want to? Yeah, that'd to? be terrible. That would honestly be so bad. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> that would be brutal, but I mean, once we saw Greg Hardy get taken down, mm-hmm. you saw how uncomfortable he was too. Yes, he like he did not look like he had a clue as Bro, to what he was, and doing. that's probably what gassed him even more because he was like he, panicking or something. He made panicking or your muscles. I'm gonna tell you the hardest thing in MMA for those of you who haven't done it. The single most hardest thing in MMA. Is re- going to wrestle, get put in on your butt, or put someone on your butt, have a crazy grappling exchange, stand back up, having a punch again, get put back down, and then have a crazy grappling exchange, then stand back up again. Hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is the most, the single most tiring thing ever, ever, and people don't understand that. So if you're a striker and you're just striking every day and you're punching and punching and punching and kicking and punching and kicking, like I said, maybe you grapple and you wrestle on the cage a little bit. Ah, get off of me. Back to punching and kicking again. Yeah. The moment you get taken down and you have to grapple, it's two different group of muscles, mm-hmm. two different group of cardio. 
right? Mm-hmm. Two different kind of ca- kinds of cardio, and you're just gonna be exhausted, bro. Mm-hmm. I know guys, I know boxers or, and kickboxers who kickbox rounds on top of rounds and rounds and rounds and rounds, messing around. You take them down, put them on the ground, wrestle with them for like two seconds. They are exhausted <laughs> mm-hmm. because that's not what their body's yeah. used to doing. You True. know, the body is a crazy thing, man, mm-hmm. and it just literally adapts to any and everything you put it through. So to see him get that tired, I thought he was hurt. I th- I'm thinking maybe he was hurt. Something else hurt him. Mm-hmm. But who knows? He maybe he just doesn't grapple enough. He got put down there. The man didn't even open his legs at all. Yeah, you know, he, he he kept he kept that uh that half guard. Never opened the half guard to get his knees in between him and Tybora. Mm-hmm. He just stayed there, covered his head, and just yeah. That's honestly, I was not expecting him to get finished though. Me neither. I thought that he had that in a bag. Yeah, I really was not expecting that. But but beyond all of that, he looked good. I thought he looked good. I thought it was a good showing for him. It was a good. I did, especially that first round. He dominated that first round, and like we said, it could have been finished, but Tybor was able to survive the round and come out in the second and get that takedown to secure the win. But do you think uh, his weight is an issue by any chance, or no? Because he's weighing in at two sixty six. Yeah, he struggled to make weight one time. I think like a fight. He came in like over. I don't know. It's a possibility. Uh, I don't want to speak to it because I just don't know. It's, it could be a possibility, but it also could not. He's a big boy. He's a very big boy. Yeah, well, we'll see. Yes. We will see. Okay. Now, probably to my favorite performance of the night, we had Marlon Marais versus Rob Font in the Bantamweight division. Rob Font looking damn good. Yes. There you go, dude. Yo, Rob Font. Tell you, man. Rob Font is a dog. You did tell us. Rob Font is a dog. I I think Rob Font and Kelvin Cater are two are some of the best boxers probably in the UFC. Mm. And they're from the same camp. They're from the same camp. Which is pretty sweet. Yeah. Which shows you something something good is going on over there. there, Yeah. Yeah. They're doing something right over there, right? Um Yeah, those dudes are dogs. Mm. Absolute dogs. And I and I, I, I had them picked in this fight. Um I think that He's super underrated, man. Mm-hmm. I think he's. I think he just needs to learn a little bit to just put it together a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think anybody stand up wise is messing with that. No, dude, messing not with at that all. dude at all. He looks clean on the feet, man. Good power, yeah. Good combination. His jab, his jab. I think wasn't that hurting Mar- Marlon? The jab, the jab is not what hurt him, but the jab is what what set uh, it up like got set like started the sequence. Initially, what really hurt him was that rear hook. Mm. It was the right. It was he threw a right hook, a rear hook from the back. Boom, he threw a combination that ended with the real hook that hit him in the side of the head. And then Marlon, to show that you're not hurt, a lot of times you want to, you'll, like a, a veteran will be hurt. He'll be dizzy, he'll be stunned, his knees will be numb. You still fire something back. See what I'm saying? The show, to, to keep the poker face, like, yeah, I'm not hurt. Mm-hmm. But he clearly, he threw like a spinning hook kick that missed. Yeah, that was like slow as shit. But he was hurt yeah. during this. So what hurt him was that, that rear hook. And then Rob Font threw a jab, bink, and then it just kind of like wobbled him again. And it was like, that just started off the sequence. Uppercut put him down. Yeah, that uppercut was real and, nice. And that was that. Damn, that was that was crazy. Maid says the weight cut is killing Marlon's chin. It's possibly because mm-hmm. you know those those boy. shots. I was shocked to see him hurt. You know that easily, dude. Like I said though, the jab it looked like it was honestly was like whenever he landed it, Marlon's head like flew back and his eyes were like stiff jab. And guy, yeah, that's a puncher, man. That guy it maybe doesn't oh, look like a big again. puncher. I'm sorry, guys. Camera went out. Camera's coming right back. Uh. It doesn't look like a big puncher, but he's he he his punches are accurate, man, and they're tight. Mm. You know, they're tight punches. They're not looping punches like most guys. Pretty accurate. All you really need to do is be accurate. You know, 
Yeah, and Marlon, I mean, I think he had the right game plan at first, trying to get Rob Font down and controlling the fight on the ground, which he was doing, but Rob Font was able to get up and just, you know, as soon as we saw it was on the feet, as soon as he kept landing those, like, some of those punches, I was like, no chance. He's but here's the thing about, uh, here's the thing about uh, Marlon, though. People don't realize his grappling is actually really, really good. Yeah, we He's saw done. it last night. Yeah. It honestly looked good. He looked very good on the ground. He was dominating Rob Font in the jiu-jitsu department. He was, he was, and then... You know, he kind of gassed a little too. Yeah, and yeah. that's I think a problem that Mar- Marlon has in his head in the past. He gasses easily. Yeah. Now he's known for a guy as a guy who gets tired, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like that's a problem because We've it's a fixable it problem. Yeah, a guy who's known as a guy to get the guy who gets tired. That means that there's something that you're not fixing, and you just continue to do the same thing mm-hmm. over and over. But you need to make changes. Mm-hmm. You know, easier said than done because. Yeah. In camps, COVID, everything, it's hard to, especially now, it's hard to make those big changes, especially when you have a routine that worked for so long. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you're if you're fighting fights, especially at his level, a lot of times they're five-rounders, right? Mm-hmm. And you're getting tired. You're continuously getting tired. There has to be changes. There has yeah. to be something, whether it be weight cut changes or something. You know, but like I said, you're allowed to get one tired once or twice in your career. And that's it. After that, no more. Well, this is, I, th- I don't know how many times we've seen this with him, I feel like. Yeah. Um, May 2 said the weight cut is killing Marlon's chin. I already said he that. He just said that. Oh, Thank wow. you. Yeah. My bad. I was fixing the camera. Right. Jupa did ask, though. He said, how often do you train? How much training do you give to wrestling and how much to striking? Um, That's tough. I mean, it for it's a lot of fighting is time management. Most, most training is time management. And... Uh, it's, it's it varies between every different people me i try to personally i like to strike so i'm striking every day all right i do striking every single day um and i grapple every single day but um my grappling days they vary between wrestling and jujitsu but my striking is consistent throughout throughout the week you know but i train two two times a day every day um once in a while i do three here and there, maybe like one out of those five days, one to two of those five days, I do three instead of instead of two. Uh, American said Marlon should probably move up to one forty five, in my opinion, and Biscuit said Marlon should go to one twenty five. Ooh, he's a small guy. He is one punch man. He is. Yes, if this if this weight cut is killing him, yeah, because he used to, wait, he's at thirty five right now. He used to fight forty five in uh in World Series of Fighting. Did he? Yeah. I think it was a forty-five in World Series of Fighting. Hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, I'd like to see it. I would too. But congrats to Rob Font, though. Honestly, he was super emotional too after being off for a full year. You know, talking about how this is he's Surgery. gotten these chances before, but this is the time. This is the first, first time, time he's, he's taken advantage. Yeah, exactly. So I can relate Shout- to that. Yeah, I can relate <laughs> to that. You know. Shout out to uh, Rob Font, though. This is definitely the biggest win of his career yet. I would say one thousand percent. Yeah, you know, good for him. Yeah, for real. Shout out to Rob Font. Okay. Oh, American Jiu Jitsu said Marlon versus Calvin would be fireworks. Calvin. Calvin who? Cater? Destroys. Calvin Cater destroys. Bro, are you. All right, next. Let's move on. (laughs) All right. Cater versus Marlon? That would. Now move on, right? (laughs) As we just said, Rob Font trains with Calvin Cater. Bro. What are you talking about? Look at the weight classes. He might be trolling. Oh, he has to be trolling. Okay. Ian asked, who's next for Rob Font then? Well, he moves up to what? Number three spot? Yeah. Dude, he's right there in the mix. He's in the mix. 
Let me, let me look at the band. How's he does? How's he do against the Aljamain Sterling though? That's the problem. Ooh, that's a how's whole. He, yeah, level. that's a whole other level of grappling than than uh than Marlon Marais. Than Marlon Marais. That's for sure. Uh, against Peter Yan, I think he takes that. Um, yo, yo, what? Thank you. Yeah, yo. I guess I get Rob Font if we, bro. Rob Font will cook Peter Yan in bro. the boxing department. And I'm not even just saying we have we have this fucking this this uh they have this whole thing narrative that this dude is like some crazy boxer, Russian boxer, Rus- yeah. bro. No, I don't see it. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't see it. I just don't see it, man. He's good. He's very good. He's an elite fighter. Shout out to him. <laughs> I don't. I don't see it, man. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it at all, man. I really don't. I'm not impressed. Mm-hmm. Rob Font, yeah, yeah. Kelvin Cater, yeah. And I think that I think that um, I think that Aljamain beats Peter Young. Yeah, I think honestly, I think so too. Yeah. Which they're gonna fight next. There's no doubt about that. Didn't Dana already say they're fighting? Yeah. Yeah, he said. So so then honestly, maybe Rob Font gets the shot at the title. I don't know. After that fight, yeah. Who else is in the mix there, though? I mean, no, uh, the tall guy. Uh, Sanhagen. Sanhagen's oh, still in the mix. True. He's probably got to fight Corey Sanhagen. Yeah. He's got to fight Sanhagen. He's got to fight Sanhagen. Yeah, definitely. So it's going to be Rob Font. He might get Sanhagen out of there, though, but Sanhagen is, on the, is nice, too. Dude, he's long. His stand up is nice because they all have his range and yeah. shit, too. Yeah. Damn. So maybe, maybe Rob Font versus Corey Sanhagen. And then after that, winner of that definitely gets the title shot. No doubt about that. What yeah, Aljamain gets gets this dude out of there. Yeah, I would think so too, honestly. Especially on the ground, I think Aljamain made just too much on the ground. Mm. Yeah. American asked, "What about Dillashaw boys? What oh, about Dillashaw boys? Dillashaw is back too. He got called out twice last night, didn't he? Yeah, and then he he made a post, and just I saw Aljamain and and all the thirty fivers just like hounding him on there. But I don't know. I think he's a good fighter. I'm a fan of of uh. Dillashaw, but how does he come? He's been out for so long. How does he do when he comes back? He's all, he's up there in age, too. How old is he? I think he's like 37. 37, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. No way. Dillashaw, you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, look at yeah right I now. think he's 37. Wow. He is... Oh, God, I'm completely wrong. He's 34. Oh. oh. Well, I, I thought, thought he was, he was way up there. How do y'all just... I don't know, man. <laughs> Y'all were so sure. I was like, really? No, you know what it was? Uh, I feel like I looked him up recently, yeah, and I, I was thought... surprised. That's why. Dillashaw sucks sucks ass Nah I wouldn't say he sucks I wouldn't say that Big fan of TJ the fighter not the dude Yeah I I can agree with that Yes there you go All right. Yeah, He's a good fighter but he's an I don't don't know him as a person person. But his fighting the dude could fight That motherfucker could fight He's a good fighter definitely In Rashu Randy do you do your own hair Or do you pay someone to do it Uh, My girlfriend's friend does my hair for me she does. If you are in New York and need your hair done, let me know. I got you. Yeah. Uh, big fan of TJ, not the fighter. It say, say he faints and then throws the same orthodox switch, switches, switch to SW left high kick. Yeah, that's a technique that he does. It just I don't say he's he's not a bad. He suck. I wouldn't say he sucks. Hmm. I mean. Whitaker does the same thing too. He throws a right hand past your head, right, and then you go to slip it, and he and kicks he you kicks in the head. Yeah. Would you say he sucks because you know what he's going to do? No, stop it. <laughs> All right. Jupa asks what your favorite move in jujitsu is. He said his is the Ezekiel. Really, the Ezekiel? Wow. Uh, my favorite move in jujitsu. 
is a uh, good old Darce. Good old Darce, good old Anaconda. I like chokes. I'm very I'm a choke guy. And American said I'm a TJ stan and very disappointed he got ch- he cheated though. Yeah, true. He is a cheat. He is a cheat. All right, what we got next? Up next we had Michelle Pereira against Chaos Williams. Sheesh. Yes, that was uh that was a good fight. I enjoyed yeah, that fight. It was definitely a fun fight, honestly. Uh, we saw Chaos Williams has a chin on him. No doubt about that. 2K says, hold on real quick. 2K said, Randy, can you explain how one right hand uh, KO'd Razak Alassan, who has never been stunned, but an overhand right on Pereira doesn't stun him, who's been stopped before? Um, That's the thing again, guys. You put too much merit on the credential and the, on paper or this guy, the, the mathematics of it. So, bro... I'll put it to you like this. You remember, Stipe got knocked out in the in the pocket, but with a little tiny punch like this, think, put him out, right? Um, he fought the same guy in DC, and he ate monstrous shots, yeah. like way bigger than that. Sometimes it's just, it's just precision, man. It's just the the camera's out again. Damn, our camera keeps going out. It's too hot. It's too hot. Turn on the air real quick. But um. And just switch it. Sorry, guys. Camera's coming right back. Um, yeah, push back. So, so what it is, it's all about precision, man. Literally all about precision. So one day you may be able to take a shot, and the other day you may not be able to take that same shot that you've you've taken because it's just a matter of inches. You know, it's a matter of hydration. It's so many different fa- uh, factors that go into it, you know. Um, And I feel like last night, if we talk about the fight with um, Razak and Pereira, you got to understand that styles make fights. Styles make fights. We know that Raza, we know that, uh, what's what's this guy's name? Chaos Williams. Chaos Williams, right? We know that he's, he's a powerful guy, intense dude, constantly coming forward, right? But what did we learn last night? You know, we watched the fight last night, and he's 10 and 2 now, right? No, what is happening? Okay. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, it's 10 and 2. <laughs> He's ten and two now, right? But here's the thing: he, uh, we find out, we found out some things about him yeah. last night. I would say, Definitely. especially looking at it, he's a welterweight, right? He's in my division, so I'm looking at it, mm. you know, from a different kind of lens, watching those kind of fights. Um, I'm gonna say he has a hard time with feet. He has a hard time moving. He can. He's very you know, stiff. It looks stiff, like. powerful, strong guy. When he knocked out Razak, Razak was coming forward. Razak, was, it was precise, clean. It was early. He was right real strong. Right on the chin. Caught him right on the chin, straight down the middle, right? In the beginning of his combination, he didn't even finish it yet. Razak was being offensive, and he got countered. What I realized with last night with a guy like uh, Chaos Williams is that he's he explodes forward, but he doesn't put any brakes on. So he'll explode and throws combinations, and if the, he doesn't catch you in that explosion coming forward, he'll clash with you, and then you'll end up clinching him. Yeah. He'll punch into the clinch, mm-hmm. right? If he tries to stop himself, he'll he'll come up short if he's fighting a guy with footwork, and a guy like Pereira has a lot of footwork. Mm-hmm. He's constantly moving, a lot of unorthodox movement. He's moving laterally. He's all over the damn place, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like that was a stylistic. Stylistically, it was a bad matchup for uh, chaos. chaos. You know, just based off of the feet. I think Chaos... Add some footwork to his his arsenal, and he'd be a problem. And yeah, some grappling, definitely. I mean, you would even so <clears throat> excuse me. You would even see throw Chaos Williams throw like big shots, 
and his body would like he would not like he would fall over, but he would like go with it because he was throwing yeah, so, so much, much power. Yeah. yeah, so much power. Like where he would throw a kick, he would just like you know, I don't even, I don't even know. He was just throwing everything into the shots, but he wasn't able to really land. Wasn't able a clean to cover one. ground. Yeah. Whenever he wasn't able to come forward and, and stop himself. Yeah, you know. Um, and and the critique that I have on Pereira is that Pereira is also a wild man. <laughs> you know, he's also a wild man. That, yeah. he's, but we all know he's all over the place. Um, guys like that are harder to fight. Why? Because of unpredictability. Mm-hmm. Right, you don't know what he's gonna do next, Brandy and he's running this way, he's running that way. And what I did like about Pereira is that he he kind of he he slowed down. You know what I mean? He slowed down. He uh he he eased up on on throwing a bunch of fucking backflips and running off the cage and shit like that. He he was a little more reserved with it. He didn't he do knew. too much of it. He knew because that. He knew, if he gassed in that fight, he would have got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. He respected the power. He, he yeah, it was more so of a respect. Yeah, thing. definitely. Definitely, definitely. Um, uh, un- Excessive said unpredictable, but like I don't know if he's really a top fifteen guy. He said they were hoping for chaos to keep him ro- to keep it rolling. Cage Rage, thank you, Cage Rage. Appreciate the host, my boy. Yo 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 yo. Oh shit, I'm a blue belt already. Yes, sir. You coming up? Coming up. And uh, Excessive all said Pereira winning that fight. I think was just not what the UFC was looking for. I don't think so either. That yeah. was supposed because chaos. You know, he had the momentum right now. Two knockouts in a row. Mm-hmm. This was especially against Razak. No one expected that. Yeah. I mean, I didn't give him a chance in hell against Razak. I did. I honestly, you know, but he'll he'll be back. He's still young in his career. He'll definitely be back to make make a splash. I think for sure. But I, I do think that that fight now before UFC welterweights were looking like like whoa he okay problem, they're yeah. like oh what's this. You know, he caught he caught my attention for sure. He caught a lot. I'm as sure he caught a lot of people's attention. But then after that fight, it's like, oh, okay, you know. Then and that's just how the game is, bro. I guess you know, it's just like guys are like, oh, okay, you know, especially fighters. The fans are looking at it from a different perspective. Fighters are looking at it from another, Mm. you know. Um, Chris asked Michelle Pereira is 27. Yes, he is actually 27. He's very. Yo, I was shocked. Yeah. I was shocked. He's what looks way older. <laughs> he does. I was shocked. I'm like, oh shit, this dude's young. And now he's calling out uh, Anthony Pettis after in his in his fight. Um, I don't, I don't want that either. Pettis is going back to fifty five. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I think I'd want. I don't want, I don't want Pettis staying at one seventy. That's the move. <laughs> Maid said Razak missed weight by point five, probably terrible weight cut. Yeah. And he and. Oh, dabs for dads. <laughs> dabs for dads. I like it. He said he's he got like 40 plus fights already. He fought nine times in one year. Yeah, he's talking he's about uh, Pereira. Damn. Nine times in one year. Yeah, he's been around, bro. Yeah, he's got a lot, a lot, a lot of fights. That's crazy. Uh, Jupa with another question. He said, what's your favorite food? Do you allow yourself to eat junk food sometimes? And what does the perfect breakfast look like to you? <laughs> mm, uh, perfect breakfast is not. What was that? Go ahead. If you, they ask if you eat junk food sometimes, and mm-hmm. that's why I laughed. No, no, answer. If he's not in camp, Randy eats a lot of junk food. That's why I laughed. Mm-hmm. You like junk food. I do like junk food. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But what then? What is your favorite food, and what is he likes the perfect chicken breakfast? nuggets and French fries from Ooh. Wendy's? Ooh, well, that's good. Yeah, I do. Spicy nuggets. Yeah, spicy nuggets. It's my good. favorite. He throws Those them good. all together in a bag and jumbles it up. Wait, the fries and the, the fries and the and the and the nuggets. <laughs> After he fights. After I fight. 
Spicy nugs are real good. Yeah, hell during, yeah. During camp, but usually I'm really disciplined when it comes to I uh, comes to my food. I only eat one one thing um throughout camp. Throughout camp really. Not one thing, but you know, a <laughs> small group of things. And um of junk food, you mean? Or no, of regular food. Regular food. You know, so um What's the perfect breakfast then? The perfect breakfast? Waffles, eggs, you know. Not like fruits. big waffles though. There's like little frozen ones, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, fruits and uh oatmeal. Oatmeal, you know. Dabs you eat a for good dads. variety of healthy food. You don't eat just one thing. Yeah. Mix you it eat up. A, yeah, he eats I mix it up, but it's like it's a variety. small group of things that I eat. I don't really yeah, eat a lot of crazy venture shit. Out. Yeah. Dabs for dad said McDouble mixed with the McChicken is the shit. That is called the McGangbang, and that is very good, actually. And uh, American said Randy for Wendy sponsorship. <laughs> and then Excessive said Randy should do a cosplay stream as Wendy. <laughs> oh, wow. Nah, I'm good on that. That'd be hilarious. American said <laughs> chicken Zessie, and waffles, Randy. Come on, man. Nah, I do like chicken and waffles, actually. Like I do like chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles is good. When, oh. I'm in, when I'm out of camp, I like to eat. Oh my god! Yo, I eat like when I'm out of camp. I eat a lot of yeah. shit, but when I'm in camp, it's Strip. super tight, yeah. super tight. I just I try to eat really clean, and that I don't even I don't even drink juice. Really, I only drink water, Sugar. and I drink uh, like it has to be 100 percent juice, like uh, tart cherry juice in the morning with my breakfast or some shit. Uh, I see, I see. Uh, all right, next. The Coleman event, we had Jose Aldo versus Marlon Vera in the Bantamweight division. American said, Randy Brown making the move to heavyweight. Watch out, Stipe. <laughs> Who knows? You may see me at 85 one day. I'm a big welterweight, man. I'm not a small guy. Mm. Oh, camera went out again. Oh, my Are God. What is happening with our camera? I think the camera's just overworked right now. All right. Let's switch it out. Our batteries one more time. Sorry, our batteries, batteries getting switched out one more time. All right, we're getting it. We're getting it back. Do not worry. Camera will be back in like ten seconds. But yeah, it's one not, day you might see me at eighty five. I might fight eighty five one day. You think it's, you would? Yeah, it's not a. It's not like for. It's one, not far fetched like, at all. Just one fight, like just test no. It out or? I'd go to eighty five and make a run. Really? Yeah, I'd fight at eighty five. Hmm. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I had the frame for it. I'm six three. Got to put some meat on those legs. Definitely got to put some meat <laughs> on his legs. Well, once I once I put the weight on, you know, true, that'll come. I'm pretty sure that that'll yeah. come. You know, definitely. I don't but. think yet, though. You're not there. No, yet. of course not. No, I don't, I don't. I'm pretty much. I love welterweight. Well, it's. I think welterweight is my division. It's too. You make weight well. I make weight easily. Yeah, not. Oh yeah, but I'm not. But I'm a pretty big guy at this. At this. Uh, it's out again. It's still. It out. never came back. Excessive said, let's start a GoFundMe for the new camera. And Evox said, point of fan at the cam. Point of fan at the cam? Yeah, that'll probably be the move. Don't worry, Cage Rage. We are getting the camera back. We're getting it back right now. Okay, let's talk about the let's talk about the Marlon Vera fight then. Marlon Vera, or excuse me, Jose Aldo and Mar Oh yeah. What am I saying? Jose Aldo and Marlon Vera. That. No, we did not. Oh, you didn't? I thought earlier you guys talked about it. <laughs> All right. Jose Aldo coming out strong in this fight. This It honestly looked like old Jose Aldo, would you say? Yeah. Could you turn on the air? Yeah. We got to get this camera back. 
Don't worry, everyone. The camera will come back. We have a ring light behind our camera. That's why it gets so hot and overheated. All right, just... Um, Jose Aldo, though, showed us, honestly, look like the classic Jose Aldo that we've seen. Although he is a bit older now, but landed some huge, huge body shots that were honestly right on the money, dude. Those things were perfectly placed. Those things were perfectly placed. And did, although it looked like it didn't hurt uh, Marlon Vera, those had to have hurt. There's no doubt about that. Those things had to have hurt. The body shots. Yes. Yeah, he looked good. I think Aldo looked like Aldo of old. Mm. And honestly, Aldo... Oh yeah, it made 2K. He said, Muay Thai Aldo, so beautiful to watch. Definitely, dude. He looked very good. And American said, WEC Aldo. Honestly, he, he yeah. looked like the he old... He looked like the old Aldo. He really did. He looked like the old Aldo. We saw Bangkok and Rio ready Aldo in one fight, for sure. Bro, he... The way that he was stringing those combinations together, he looked really fast. He looked like he didn't skip a beat. He looked shredded, too. He looked in phenomenal yeah. shape. He always looks in good shape, but I feel like last night he looked that much more in shape. Mm. Um, heavy leg kicks, finishing the combinations yeah. of those heavy leg kicks. Fast. I guess he trained somewhere else for the fight. So that's what we were talking about, the patch earlier that he wore. I'm guessing he trained somewhere else. Mm. And you guys, she was saying that that's where, that's what that patch was on his chest. It was a sticker or some painting or some shit yeah, of as a drawing of the Navy Academy of where he trained, mm-hmm. you guys were saying. Um, so maybe that's a good move for him, man. If he train if he, that's where he's training his boxing now, mm. he looks like the old Aldo, and I think that's he the really move for did. him, man, if that's the case, you know, because he looked phenomenal. He looked honestly very good, and it was very exciting seeing him fight yeah. and looking like this. You know, it's not the last time I actually enjoyed watching one of his fights was um like even against Peter Yan didn't look good. Nah, against yeah. Jeremy Stevens, that's where he looked yeah. very good. Which is, I mean, that was maybe a step down in competition for him. But this, I think, this was his best performance since. Yeah. True. He looked phenomenal. I, yeah. The thing that I like about Aldo now is that we got to remember he's only thirty three. Mm. So he's been around so long. We think that he's old mm-hmm. because he's been around so long. But he's really young still. Um. The way the way that he's able to string combinations together, use his fight IQ and hunt the body to slow Chico down, mm. that shows me that he's still he's still kinda in his prime, man. He still has he still has the the desire to fight and he still has the the knowledge of you know of a, of an elite fighter. You know what I mean? He was on the leg, beating beating up Cheeto's leg. Beautiful uh, awareness, strike awareness. Every kick that Cheeto threw, he checked. Mm-hmm. Every single one he checked. Like like that, he was on it. His that Muay Thai stance where he bounces on that front knee, um, a little stationary, so he doesn't move as much. But I think he it was he fought the perfect fight. Man. He really did, and not only on the feet did he look good, but on, on the, the ground, ground well. dude. He when he took phenomenal. when he took Cheeto's back, he said, "Fuck that, I'm not letting this shit go." Yeah, he looks. I'm phenomenal. gonna win. I'm gonna ride it out and win. And yeah. Cheeto was upset about that. You know, he made a whole thing about it at the end. But bro, you lost one yeah, and two was. as well. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, like, so it was. It didn't mean anything. Yeah. Jose Aldo, I, I'm honestly, I'm really, really hoping that we continue to see this Jose Aldo. And if we do, I don't see why he, he couldn't make another run to the title. Yeah. But it's Styles tough. make fights. Exactly. It's tough, I was just throwing that in. It's, it's make fights. tough, though. It's real tough. Um, and even when Chido tried to take him down, I'm like, bro. 
Yeah, well, no. That ain't happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Yo, no, no. Jose Aldo has, like, top, hey, yeah, poll, top, top, uh, so give, give us a poll for, um, top, who has the best takedown defense, right? Jose Aldo. We know to, uh, top five of all time. First, let's do top five. See what the chat says. Don't give us a poll yet, so top five. Let's see who has, who has the best takedown defense in UFC history. Yeah, but I'm going to wait until to see what everyone says. You want to put five people? Who do you think? I'm I'm, I'm going to look it on Google right now. But I know I, Jose Aldo has to be number one. Definitely Jose Aldo's up there. Max Holloway has to be up there as well with takedown defense. Mm, well, looking at the statistics right now, do you want me to name off some names? Yeah. John Jones is at the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie Winland. Jimmy Rivera. Kai Carr, France, Ian McCall, Donald Cerrone. Ian McCall. I haven't heard that name in forever. Sheesh. Hennon Brow. Bro, yeah. you said Gregor Gillespie? What did Greg- I say? Or are you asking? No, Whitaker says Aldo, Islam, Jones, Usman, Khabib, Gillespie. Ah. I don't know if I can say Gillespie right now. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't no one's trying to take Gillespie yeah, down. I was gonna say, yeah. I mean, that's my teammate. You know what I mean? I'm gonna. So I'm biased, regardless of anything. But if I'm being a hundred percent honest now, I don't. I don't think we would mention him in this in this conversation right now. Mm-hmm. I'm sure no one's gonna try to take Gregor down. Gregor is fucking hard to take down as is. But I'm saying overall, over the time of history, you know what I mean? Over the course of history of the UFC's history, I mean Gregor's still newer to the UFC. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying guys who've been around. Who has proven like yo? They've never been taken down. John Jones for sure. Then John Jones. GSP, GSP, John Khabib? Jones. Who's gonna but shoot he, down a Khabib? No one's gonna <laughs> shoot that. again. That's another thing. That's just yeah. like Gregor. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, eh, I don't know about Khabib. Yeah, who's you gonna shoot on him? I'm talking about guys like trying. I think Jose Aldo. Guys were like fucking desperately trying to take him down, and they just couldn't. Top wrestlers, and he's just like, nope, get the fuck off me. Like ease effortlessly, bro. American asks if Kevin Lee is on that list. Um, hold on, let me check. Donald Cerrone was another one with good takedown defense. The people used to yeah, try to he, take him down. Yeah, he was on the list. He was Max on the Holloway, list. bro. I'm trying to find where the hell is this damn list? Oh, takedowns landed. Takedown defense. Okay, Shane Burgos is up there. Nice. Matthew Riddle, Donald Cerrone, Ian McCall, Kai Carr, France, Gleason Tibau. Hennon Brow, Jimmy Rivera, Eddie Winland, and John Jones is at the top. Is Jose Aldo not on that list? Mm-mm. Get the fuck out of here. Because no one's shooting down. On, no one's taking. No, going, they're, they're going off of like statistics. That's what I'm saying. No, this is statistics. This is from the UFC website. This is percentage. Uh, fuck that. Fuck the fuck the fucking stats and the numbers of how many times I'm talking about. Just motherfuckers trying to take this guy down, and you just know, like, yo, that ain't gonna happen. You know what I mean? Because look, a guy can have good takedown defense in a fight when a guy that he's he's dominating, mm-hmm. the numbers are just gonna go up. Yeah. Right? If a guy's just constantly shooting on you, constantly shooting on you, and you're stuffing the takedown, stuffing the takedown, the numbers on your name, the numbers, the statistics are gonna go up. Mm-hmm. This guy's fucking dead tired shooting on you. You know what I'm saying? You're like stuffing every takedown and shit, and that's all he has. The numbers are just keep running, the numbers are just gonna tick. So fuck the numbers. The fact is, Jose Aldo, we've seen motherfuckers fresh. Yeah. Wrestlers like Chad Mendez, mm. fucking like top top people at the time trying to 
in deep on takedowns trying to take this motherfucker down. And it's like, no, you're not going to mm-hmm. take me down. Take, has taken him down and he just bounces back up. Jose Aldo's takedown defense is number one. Whole different story. I think even more so than John Jones. Americans said Randy fuck Math Brown. <laughs> All right, this list is from Bleacher Report. I'll go through the top 10 real quick. Michael Chandler, Chris Weidman, Kane Velasquez, Gleason Tabau, Dominic Cruz, Jose Aldo, Ben Dominic Askren, Cruz had a good take GSP, Daniel Cormier, John Jones. That's top 10 on this website. There you go. Accessor said off topic on takedown defense, but Marab's takedown rate is actually madness. Yeah, Marab is a fucking machine, bro. I mean, hence the nickname. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that sneaky? I always <laughs> Marab is built different, bro. Marab is different, man. Yeah. I'm excited to see him fight again. Yeah. He's inching his way to the top. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, uh, next fight. Yes. After that, congrats to Jose Alto, though, by the way. Uh, after that, the main event, we had Steven Thompson versus Jeff Neal. Mm. Uh, Wonder Boy, you know, just Classic really, Wonder Boy. Yeah. Classic Vintage. of how he fights, dude. Counter-Striker, you know, landing some nice, clean shots, just... He just dominated this fight. Yeah. Um, that's all there really like, right? That's all there really is. That's all there really is. So, yeah. man, angles, you know, styles make fights again. And, I mean, I think that a guy like Jeff Neal is pretty good. Take nothing away from Jeff Neal. Jeff Neal is, is pretty much the same as, like I said, the same as uh, a Luke Vicente. Our camera's gone again. Jeez. Camera will be um, back. Don't yeah. worry, everyone. Five sex. So, I think it's the same, man, as a... Uh, as a Luke Vicente type fighter, you know, um, tough guys, very good guys, but you know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what's what what they bring to the table. Mm-hmm. You know they're coming forward, they're throwing combinations, tight punches, low heavy low kicks. You know exactly what to what what they're coming with. And a guy like um, a guy like Wonder Boy, you know, he's so dynamic. He he understands fighting distance. He understands fighting. He can fight going backwards. He can fight going forwards. Um, there's so many different things that he, he that he can do, and so much different things that he brings to the table. So he was able to just outclass him. He just touch and go him, bro. Yeah, dude. It, it honestly, and it didn't really look like uh, he struggled at all in that fight. Even when uh, Jeff Neal was coming forward with like you know trying to land some big shots, pushing him up against the cage, he really still was not not in any trouble at all. So, no. so Wonder Boy really really looked well in this fight, and. Um, he called out Jorge Masvidal after that. You saw that? Yeah, BMF versus yeah versus uh, the NMF. NMF. Yeah, I mean he already beat him once though. Why I not? feel like that's weird to call someone out you already beat. It's the game. I don't think it's weird. It's the game, bro. It's the game. He has to play the game. He does. Y'all, it's y'all fault. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y- y'all want? Oh, Masvidal. He's the next big. Th- he's the he's the star, right? Mm. So guess what? Why wouldn't you want to call out? You be I beat him before, but yeah, he's a star now. You know, happy for him and. You know, I know that I could beat him, so I want that same thing where he's at. I want to be there too. So guess what? You got to get called out. True. Strategically, yeah. it makes sense. I, I don't mind it at all. Now that you're saying now that, you're saying that honestly, uh, Kamora Kim- K- said Wonder Boy is taking so much damage in his fights. Broke both hands last time and his leg this time. True. I forgot about his leg. He hurt his oh. leg at the end of like the fourth round. Did he? He yeah, hurt his he, knee, right? I don't know what it was. It was something with his leg, maybe his knee. I don't know, but yeah, he hurt it pretty bad. Mm. And then uh, Maid said, when Wonderboy doesn't see the shot coming, he always gets dropped. When he does, he rarely gets hurt. Mm. Yeah. He, he just couldn't. Uh, Jeff Neal is one of those fighters that he sits on everything. You know what I mean? And he couldn't. 
he couldn't really get a chance to set his feet, you know, yeah. because Wonder Boy was just seeing everything, man. I think personally, yes, I think that, and, and hey, I could be wrong because it's easier said than done, obviously. But for me, I think that a guy like when you fight a guy like like him, you don't want to be the aggressor because mm. guys like that they see everything. Mm-hmm. They see, they know how to fight moving backwards, right? Evasive fighter, a lot of footwork. It's not working. Most guys only know one way. Like most guys, like we saw that fight him. Like that's most MMA fighters. They're just gonna come. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep going. I'm gonna break my fucking head through this wall. Mm. I'm just gonna keep going. Caliber fighters have gears. They'll switch gears and they'll change game plan mid fight. Fuck it. Let him come to me, man. Let him be the aggressor. You try to counter punch him. Mm-hmm. A guy like that, you don't want to. I mean, you're not gonna catch him, bro. Mm-hmm. You can't catch him. Let him come to you. Let him try and and when 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 he's been knocked out, remember when he got knocked out by Anthony Pettis? He was going forward. He was the guy doing what? He was being the aggressor. Mm-hmm. Why? His hands are down. It's harder when you're coming forward and your hands are down. It's easier for you to get countered. Easier for you to get hit. When you're moving backwards and you're be playing the elusive game and your hands are down, you can still see everything. You can you can punch on weird angles and shit, uppercuts and throw you know unorthodox kicks and shit like that because you're the guy has to, you're you're re, you're reacting off of his action. Moving forward, reacting is going to be a little harder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Off of a guy's action. You have to be uh, the guy with the action, doing the action. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I feel like with him, I feel like you'd want to try to... And I, hey, I could be wrong. It's way easier said than done. You know, but I would try to force him to not be the counterfighter. Mm-hmm. I'd force him to be the aggressor. Okay. And then try to counter him uh-huh. and see how that works. Huh. Interesting. I mean, sounds like a good plan, honestly. Find someone like that. Yeah, man. But I would say, uh, not I would say, I want to ask then what is next for Wonder Boy. Say he doesn't get this fight with Jorge Masvidal. Mm -hmm. I would still think he wants to go for the title, right? Absolutely. I mean, he's right there. He beat a guy that was on a what? A five fight win streak. Yeah. That uh, I'm sure not a lot of people were jumping up to fight. Mm -hmm. You know, he had a hard time getting a fight. Um, Why not? Why not? I'd say. He doesn't move up ranking, right? Because he beats on below, and that would not make sense. Um, who knows? I don't know. They don't rank. I don't know how to rank his work, bro. I don't. I think no one knows how to rank his work. Uh-huh. But uh, I don't know. I think that. I think that he, he he's fresh in everybody's minds now. You know what I mean? Especially with a performance like that. Mm, a dominant performance. A dominant yeah, performance definitely. like that. Yeah. He's still he's in the mix. So mm. that's all it really takes. Maid said in the fifth round, Jeff stopped chasing and was tagging him way more. And then he said Santiago Ponzibio. Do you even know who that is? That sounds familiar. That's crazy. <laughs> Why is that crazy? <laughs> That's crazy. Ponzinibbio, man. The tattoo. He hasn't fought. What? What's his deal? Why hasn't he fought in so long, that dude? Oh, the Argentinian? Yeah. He hasn't fought in forever. Let me see. His last fight. Oh, my God. He's got massive ears. His last fight was 2018. A KO win over Neil Magny. Yeah, he hasn't fought in forever, man. Hmm. He's on a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven fight winning streak. Yeah, this dude, this dude is pretty good. I don't know, though. Oh, wait. No, he's got a fight coming up January 16th against Muslam Salikov. Oh, shit. Oh, Damn, that's a good fight. That is a good fight. Mus- Muslim, Muslim, however you say it, Salikov is a beast, too. Ooh. He's older, though. This is an older guy. 
So wait, and this guy's not in the ranking, so he's fighting someone unranked? I mean, he's been off for two years. Yeah. It's been a while. Wow. Oh, no, he... It, oh, Muslim pulled out? Muslim pulled out? Well, really? Oh, he caught staff. He got injured, then sick, then infections. Oh, there you go. That's what happened. Sheesh. Damn. That's pretty shitty. Um, so who's the new opponent, 2K? Yeah, who's the new opponent then? New op. Please, enlighten us. That wraps up the card, though. It does. That wraps up the card. Yeah, we're off for two weeks, bro. Three weeks. Three weeks, even more than that. Phil, did you see Henry Cejudo's um, new song? Yeah, I saw that. It is honestly but It was good? No, 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 no. It's terrible. It was oh, wait, he has a song? He made a rap. It's not even him rapping. He did make a song. It's just like... It's like he's supposed to be cringy, you know. It's supposed to be. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's exactly what he meant to do. No, no, no. Like, what's he rapping about? Like his life, basically. Not his life, but he's like talking about like, I don't know, just random shit that he's done or like who he is, you know, like Triple C, bend the knee, like that kind of stuff. Like, like Ray Jones shit. No, 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 not not like Ray Jones, not not like that. Roy Jones Jr. Not like that at all. May 2K said, Randy's when's next game stream? Next game stream is going to be probably tonight. Ooh. Yeah, I'll stream tonight. I may stream some Cyberpunk or some Call of Duty, one of them. We'll see. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so we're off for three weeks. What are we going to do for three weeks, bro? Um, I don't know. I said we do some. Should we do the trivia one day? I think we do trivia next week. Yeah, let's do all right. How about that? How does that sound, everyone? We will do some trivia since well, since the fights Friday. Since the trivia. fights are off for three weeks. Yeah, we'll do next Friday since we usually won't have show or we sh- we won't have a show because there's no fights. Instead, we'll do a trivia day where you can win prizes and stuff. Yeah, I'm giving away new merch. I actually have new merch for those of you who don't know. Exclamation point merch in the chat, and uh, you get to see all the all the new merchandise, the sick merchandise that we got. Um, yeah, so check that out. And if you also get a chance to win some new merch. A lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Not even merch. Gloves, boxing gloves, MMA gloves. Hat. This Not this hat, but UFC hats. hats. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Humbledink said, hit, ra- hit Cage Rage up and we will promote your stream to our fans. Oh, hell yeah. Yes, sir. Let's yes, do it. Yes, sir. We will get that going. American Ass Rick Ross merch. Rick Ross merch? <laughs> nah. Handy Brown merch. Handy Brown merch. And Kamara asked if we'll do a bathwater giveaway. That's coming up soon. That'll be for our hundredth subscriber. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I want to hear Henry Cejudo's song though. Just look up Henry Cejudo rap. It, it should come up. Go to his I'm out page. To, I'm out to. I'm out to put. It's on his Instagram, Instagram too. Yeah, it's on his Instagram. It's it like Lincoln bio type shit. No, it's no. on his page. Like he uh, posted it's a video. IGTV. Oh, it's, he has a music video. It's or, just him like sitting there, like you know, mouthing the words, like, singing to yeah. his song. Ah, let's see, Henry Cejudo. I don't follow Henry Cejudo. Let's see, maybe I should. All right, all right. If anybody's right. got any news that wants to talk about or any upcoming fights or anything, let us know as well. And I mean, I mean, that pretty much wraps the show. I'm just, I just want to play the song for everybody so everyone can hear the song. That's pretty much it. And then after we play the song, boom, we're now connected. Oh, I think he's put it down though. All right, let's hear this song. 
Because y'all gave Tyron Woodley a lot of shit. It can't be worse than that. Uh, Especially if he's trying to make it worse than that. Yeah, he's doing his, like, he's trying to be cringy. That's what he's doing. Yeah, it, Whitaker said it doesn't even sound like him. I don't think it's him. I don't think it's him at all. You hear Triple C speak. Check out my physique. Cringe ass Henry on that huge when it's street. Wear my gold medal in the shower because I'm cringe ass Henry. Vulcan Nate said Walmart Aldo no facing this cringe ass Henry. Beat up TJ, wasn't hard. He took juice, he now he's barred. Put this knee in Dom's face, punch his nose, it went a yard. Disneyland, I want to ride, but I'm too short, so I stay inside. Three sunglasses over my eyes. I'm triple C, no surprise. I don't care, I'm fun size. Flintstone vitamins, I'm energized. You can't watch me park my. Big wheel truck, yo, what? my little garage. Three foot three is my regime out in public. I'm exactly 13 in a cage. I am mean. The octagon is my trampoline. Challenge me, challenge me. I'll make you bend the knee. I was 32 when I lost my virginity. I suck as a wingman. It's a liability. Cause my charm is a disability. I don't even have to explain. The Sean O'Malley is a hype train. All right, that's enough. Yeah, it's not him rapping. That's enough. That's enough. It doesn't even sound like him. It's not him for sure. I'm saying, why does he just sing? Why don't he just sing though? Why don't he just sing? Because rapping's cooler, he thinks. Just sing, bro. <laughs> just just sing. Just just sing, man. Wait, who? Whoever made the song? Yeah, just sing. Probably because the original song they're not singing. So use a singing song. Well, it, it isn't the thing he said. Uh, what is his thing? Triple C? No, but what is the hook of that song? WAP. No, I know WAP, what the real WAP is, but is there a reason why they use WAP? Is it like because I'm dun dun dun? Like yeah, because he said something. Uh, yeah, he said something like that. Yeah, probably that's why it's easy. Yeah, Mister Humbledink said he's trying his best to make it terrible. Exactly, that's that's what he does. Yeah. That's exactly what he's at. He's triple C, triple cringe. That's who he is. Yeah, man. What? No wonder, boy. After the fight. Oh. All right, guys. The only news I actually I have one news. And this is it. Drop it. Kevin Holland versus Derek Brunson is being scheduled to headline a fight night event on January 30th. That's all the news I have. Verbally agreed, I guess, right? On social yeah, media? Yeah, verbally agreed, yeah. But still, Derek Brunson and Kevin Holland. That's a, that's, a, that's a tough fight for Holland, I think. Yeah, it is. That is definitely a tough one. I wish we got to see Holland, what he would do against Jack Hermanson, honestly. Mm. But this is still another step up in competition for him. So this will be a very, very, very big one. We have a question from Jupa. What fighters were you inspired by as a child? Fighters. Roy Jones Jr. Floyd. Um, yeah. BJ Penn. Those were like my fighters. Not anymore though, sadly. Um, who else? Uh, Sugar Ray Leonard and uh, Tommy Hearns. Mm. Those are my guys. Wait, Jupa, are you the one from Russia that's supposed to be fighting soon? Yes. When is your fight, Jupa? Yeah, Jupa, you got to let us know. We're, we got to watch your fight. We'll watch it on stream. We'll watch it during the show. And, you know, everybody show show Jupa some love, man. Jupa's, Jupa's got a fight coming up. It's his first fight. He's making his MMA debut. Shout out to him, man. Shout out to Jupa, man. Shout out, Jupa. Maid said if Holland can halt the wrestling and outside fight, he gets a W. And Biscuit yes. said Brunson is going to be emotional, bum rush Holland and get KO'd. Damn. And Chris Chris Avelli said, I screenshotted a note of who you're fighting next. And when it comes out, I'm going to show y'all. Ha, 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 ha. You screenshotted a note? Where did you see the note of who I'm fighting? Ooh. Send it to my DM, Chris. I want to see if it's the right person. <laughs> Send it to me, yeah, too. Send it to us. DM us. 
or d or dm the pearl and the bro yeah dm it to the pearl and the bro yeah uh, i definitely want to see if you got it right but i'm going to announce one fight next next month early next month i'm going to announce it you see you see Badahari fight i did was doing it i didn't see the whole fight i just saw the highlights but um yeah i'm gonna announce the fight next month so early next month in a few weeks like the first week of, of january i'm gonna announce the fight here on the podcast on the stream for y'all kamar said kimbo slice was his biggest inspiration kimbo slice was your biggest information inf- oh wow watching him in backyard fighting yeah nice oh and mate asked how about now who's your biggest inspiration now a fighter who inspires me now um has to be israel adesanya inspires me now you know a lot of respect for that dude for everything he's accomplished in a short period of time and the fact that the way he strikes i'm a fan of the way he strikes i'm a fan of the way he fights for sure definitely a big fan of that dude you know an american said so in two weeks then you'll let us know yeah in two, two weeks. weeks in two weeks everyone will get to we'll drop it here Everybody, you know, some big fight news. It's a good, it's a good one. It's a sick matchup. Y'all are gonna really like that one. It's a sick matchup. Yeah, I'm excited. It's a fun it. one. Yeah, definitely. I'm super fun excited. Fight. A, f- a fan friendly fight, I will say. Indeed, I'm gonna just wrestle him the whole time, bro. Fuck all yeah, that. Yeah, right. Imagine us going in, just hold him down the whole time. We just wrestle, <laughs> Curtis Blade style. <laughs> um, oh no, Mate said, oh. <laughs> He didn't mean how about now, like who is your uh, inspiration now? He said no. How about you announce it now? But Izzy's my inspiration too. <laughs> oh, how do I? How about I announce it now? And he said, give us initials. He said Gunner Nelson. Gunner Nelson. If you guess it right now, I'll tell you. Okay. Well, then Chris <coughs> can't guess because Chris might know. No? Oh. Oh, he said. He said he'll send. Chris said he'll send it DM in Discord. Randy, it's just my guess. Oh, it's just his guess. All right. So if it's oh, a guess, oh, say do it. If it's guess, a guess, guess just the drop initials. it. Guess the initials. No, just guess who it is. If it is, I'll tell you. Sheesh! If he gets it right, you're gonna be tight. No, I won't. You just need to just hush your mouth. An American said Brown versus Logan Paul. Let's fucking go. Look yeah, I don't. Guys. I don't even know who the fuck these initials. I don't know where this <laughs> initial thing came from. I don't know who these initials are. Just say the name, bro. Before you said that, Whitaker said Mike Perry inspired me to be two percent black. Nice, <laughs> big inspiration there. All right, no one got it. So I said we wrap it. We wrap it Guys yeah. Friday We're doing trivia on Friday y'all. Trivia on Friday Trivia was supposed to be today But since we had, there is no show on Friday We're gonna bring trivia Friday And um, Yeah Get a chance to win some merch Again Go and check out the store If you haven't checked out the store Checked out my new merch New merch is coming And the hoodie The real The Afro Samurai hoodie Is a picture of this on it On the front of it So it's fire Fire as hell also, we're getting uh, prone to bro shirts, aren't we? Yes, we will have prone to bro shirts very soon. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Follow Twitch on on Phil. <laughs> Phil on Twitch now. Yeah, I'm on Twitch. Um, I am at two subscribers, everyone. So yeah, I'll go please, show my man some love. Please get me to five, maybe. And Soph, our beautiful chatty. Producer. Um, producer it's always on her phone it's always on her phone she's she's also on twitch too so y'all go show her some love man she will do whatever you do for donations on there yeah <laughs> and that's that
Kamora said 10 subscribers away from Phil doing his cosplay stream. Yes, Kamora. I will do a cosplay stream if I get 10 subscribers. I say here right now. Phil will do anything yes, you I'll want do. him to do if yeah. you give him 10 subscribers. Bro, I was chugging beers just for 50 followers on my last stream. My stream two streams ago. I, I might show you some skin too. That, yeah. If you like hair, <laughs> you've, you're, coming to, <laughs> you're coming to the right place. Oh, man. All right, Joe. Much love, man. Thank y'all for coming through. You already know. Much love. Uh, I'll catch y'all on Friday Or I'll be streaming again later tonight So you already know what it is Master Renduba Li Jing Lang No sir <laughs> uh, Alright man Peace yep. See you guys on Friday for the uh, Oh my god Trivia Trivia <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Alright see you guys Later Peace